For the New York State AFL-CIO, I'm Darcy Wells, and this is Union Strong. We are Union Strong. Union Strong. We are Union Strong. We are Union Strong. Union Strong. Union Strong. Union Strong. Union Strong. Union Strong. Before we start today's episode, we just wanted to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for listening to the Union Strong podcast. It's because of you we have more than 72,000 downloads of the podcast. The overwhelming majority of our listeners are right here in New York State, but they're also all across the country and in other countries. So anytime you give us a review, rate us, or share news about the Union Strong podcast, you're helping us to get the word out about how we can improve the quality of life for working people. So thank you. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about the importance of prioritizing Buy American legislation, and specifically Buy American rock salt. And to do that, I've asked Dave Wissera to join us on the podcast. Hi, Dave. Good morning. How are you? Good. And Dave, you're the assistant to the director of United Steelworkers District 4. So explain to us, steelworkers and in District 4, what does District 4 encompass and your members as steelworkers, um, what, what do they do? Yeah, I'd be happy to, and thanks for the opportunity for being on. Uh, United Steelworkers District 4 is really encompasses the whole Northeast. Um, we have nine states, uh, New York uh, being you know, the obvious one where our district headquarters are in Buffalo, um, and then New Jersey, Delaware, and the New England states, and we are also uh, lucky enough to have Puerto Rico as part of our district as well. Okay, and so you're, these the steelworkers fall under um, the, your members, like the public sector, private sector, is that right? Yeah, we, we, we really represent every, almost every sector out there. Um, we have public sector workers in Niagara County, New York. Um, we have manufacturing workers in, in a whole host of industries. Um, obviously steel, we have brass and copper. Um, we have uh, non-traditional sectors uh, in, in Connecticut, which is obviously part of my district. Um, we represent uh, uh, cemetery workers. Um, we represent nurses in New Jersey. So really, we run the gambit of, of workers uh, across the district. And for the purposes of our discussion, so we're talking about rock salt. Um, and so rock salt is what we use on our roads and bridges, right, to keep them safe, keep all of us safe on the roads and bridges. Are there other uses for rock salt other than that? Uh, that's the primary, the, the primary use for, for the rock salt we're talking about with the Buy American legislation in New York. Um, we, we make it. We, we take it out of the ground right in New York State. Um, it get, gets used in most municipalities across the state, but we want to ensure that everywhere that it, it can be, that it should be, just to protect the American jobs. So where are these rock salt mines in New York State? The, the, the primary one that we represent is uh, down in Livingston County in Gen- the Geneseo area. Okay. Um, we have roughly 250 to 300 members there that, that work underground uh, pulling the, the salt out of the, out of the mine for us. So when you talk about, so we've got, you know, local governments, our state government uh, using the rock salt for the roads and the bridges. Are, do we get most of the rock salt that we use in New York State from here in New York State, or do we get it elsewhere? No, we currently do, but, you know, a, a bad winter for the rock salt business is actually a good winter for, for the way we think of it, right? A light, light winter, not much snow, not much need for it, not much icing. 
and and you kind of get a little bit of a backlog. And, and what we find is companies from overseas will actually load up and dump their salt here. A lot of times up until recently, uh, skirting environmental regulations, letting the salt sit, bringing it in through Canada sometimes, and really undercutting the price, which ends up hurting, obviously, uh, our workers. So when we talk about buy American rock salt, what would this legislation do exactly? It, it would really give preference for salt made here uh, in the United States, not not only in New York, but, you know, obviously that's the primary target, but to ensure that we, we keep as many people working as we possibly can, that that's the goal. Look, you get down in the Livingston County and, and, and you look at job opportunities there, it's it's a lot of unionized workforces, but the mine is, is really one of the main sources of good paying, family sustaining jobs down there. And, and we want to make sure that as municipalities look at, in a cost competitive way, buying rock salt that their first look has to be, you know, right here in New York and, and in the Northeast to, to make sure that, that these jobs continue. Okay, good. And so, and then if for some reason you can't just keep get it right from here in New York State, it would at least stay within the United States so that we don't have it coming in from other countries. Correct. Yeah. And, and that's the big fear, right? That was the fear that, that we had five years ago with you know, America made steel and iron and in roads and bridges and making sure that other countries can't dump it, dump it in the United States and, and undercut our workers. A, a lot of times these companies are government owned, they're government subsidized, and, and they're selling it actually at a loss to try and try and drive the American workforce out of the market. And, you know, we have a history of ensuring that that doesn't happen. And so when you're trying to educate people and engage people on this topic of Buy American Rock Salt, is that one of the points that you try to make is just that, you know, obviously it's going to keep people employed here in New York State and their union jobs. And that's it. That's the education process, right? And, and our members, we, we do a lot of work, you know, around making sure that they understand what our policy positions are. And we're, we're actually just coming off a tour of the entire district, Um doing town hall meetings with our membership where, you know, just look at this is what we're working on. And, and by American legislation was was one of the things. And um, we, we always start off with our, our members jobs and future security that is paramount to what we do. And, and that's what by American provisions did. Look, I, I'm out of a brass and copper facility in, in Buffalo, New York. I was fourth generation, um, you know, until I, I took the job with the steelworkers. We want to make sure that all of our members have that opportunity for their families and, and ensuring domestic content and domestic supply chain is really the way to do it. So where does the uh, legislation stand right now? I mean, there's only a few days left really in this session. Yeah, we're coming down to the wire. It's in the assembly now. Um, we're still very, very optimistic that it's going to pass. Um, I think there's there's a lot of members of the assembly who, who get this, uh, who see how important this is. Um, we're very hopeful that by the end of the session, we do get it. We do get a bill, and we get it to the governor to sign. And you touched on this a little bit, but um, beyond by American rock salt, um, we've been able to accomplish the New York State AFL-CIO working with our affiliates, in particular the steel workers, to get um, other by American legislation passed. I think it was 2017 with the. Um, structural iron and steel for our roads and bridges. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, um, that that was really groundbreaking in, in the country. Um, 
I, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have nine state feds that I work with, but I'm also very, very uh, uh, much a homer when it comes to the New York State Fed, just because that that's where I've grown up. And, and the partnership with, with the New York State Fed was fantastic. Um, we were able to ensure that, that roads and bridges are, are built with American-made steel um, on a pilot project basis um, that proved to be very successful. Um, I think it was a year or two later, the governor made it a permanent uh permanent situation for us because we were able to prove that when you rely on the American workforce and you rely on good union labor, you're going to get good quality results at a competitive price, especially when you look at life cycle costs. And then um, just to wrap up too, so moving forward with other Buy American legislation, I know we're not finished with the rock salt yet, but um, related to climate change, there's some policy there that we could um, include Buy American on? Yeah, we're we're looking at offshore wind. Um, there there is um, there was a law that was passed on on offshore wind and, and requiring uh, American-made steel and iron. We we have a close partnership with uh, obviously us and the state fed and, and some of our environmental partners with NYSERDA, and we're we're working through that process right now. Um, you know, look, the steelworkers have been a leader in in climate change. Uh, for decades now. Um, we formed the Blue-Green Alliance years ago. We work with environmental partners, and, and we believe that it doesn't have to be an either-or uh, proposition. We can have good-paying union jobs in, in heavy industry and also protect the environment. And I, I think as we look at offshore wind and, and some of these new technologies coming on and, and rebuilding infrastructure, um, we, we can prove in New York State that we can really do both. And uh, protect the jobs that we have and, and look. The, the, the worst thing we can do right now, I think, is, is look at a new industry that's coming on like offshore wind and not make every push possible to make sure that these are good-paying union jobs to guarantee people's futures um, and, and be able to, to sustain their families and feed their families with, with good wages. Th- this cannot be a race to the bottom. And, and the only way to do that, I think we all know, is, is, is through unionization. Absolutely. And, you know, by American legislation in general, it's popular. I mean, people recognize that. They like it. They get behind it. So we're going to do everything we can to educate people. And, Dave, is there anything that you can, if for people listening or watching, what can people do to help get this over the finish line this session? Well, I, I think for, you know, what we're looking at with American, with the American Rock Salt, the Buy American Provisions for Rock Salt, um, call your assembly person and, and, and tell them, look, we're, we're supporting union jobs. Please get on board with us. Um, the, the more the more our elected officials hear from us, the, the better we are in, in pushing for this legislation. And and, and also, uh, you know, I know the state Fed has has a great relationship and, and has a wonderful uh, apparatus in, in Albany. But building relationships on, on a local level with your with your uh, elected officials goes a long way. And it's just not these high level um, issues like this, but call and start building relationships with with your elected officials in their offices and, and tell them that you're going to really stand up for American jobs and watch what they do uh, as these votes come up in the, the closing days of session here. All right. Well, Dave, thank you for your time. Dave Wasser, assistant to the director of United Steelworkers District 4. We appreciate all that you do, and um, we're going to do everything we can as well to help to help get this Buy American legislation passed. Thank you. Thanks so much for the opportunity. My pleasure. 
Joining me now on the podcast is Liz Sutton, who is our communications and campaigns coordinator. Hi, Liz. Hi, Darcy. And Liz is the person who's uh, promoting our uh, priority legislation, like Buy American legislation, through all our social media channels. So we appreciate that. And I wanted to give you a chance to talk about one of our new platforms, which is TikTok, that you have uh, launched here at the State Fed. Where can people find us or how they find us on TikTok? Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So if you're on TikTok, if you go to uh, NYSAFLCIO is our handle. Um, and it's really taking off. We're getting close to 10,000 followers, which is really exciting. And we're just trying to get the word out about, you know, what unions are, why they're good, you know, um, things like wine garden rights. You know, we're really kind of running the gamut. We used it to um, push out some information about a um an organizing effort that was happening out in St. Louis for our friends over in uh, Western New York um, at 1199 SEIU. So, um, you know, it's been a lot of fun. It's a really good way to get, uh, you know, new people involved in the union movement. And, um, you know, everyone is so, um, you know, there's, there's a really big push to organize and just, you know, have better, um, you know, working conditions and better benefits and better wages at work. Um, you know, young people are really interested in that. So this is a great way to, to reach them. And uh, we hope to see you there, too. So it's NYSAFL-CIO is our handle. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and the more the merrier. more the merrier, <laughs> absolutely. Thanks very much, Liz. That's, thanks, Darcy. This has been a production of the New York State AFL-CIO. Our president is Mario Salento. Our secretary-treasurer is Terry Melvin. We're a federation of 3,000 unions representing 2.5 million union members, retirees, and their families with one goal, to raise the standard of living and quality of life of all working people. We keep New York State unions strong by fighting for better wages, better benefits, and better working conditions. For more information on the labor movement in New York, visit nysafl.cio.org. Until next time, stay union and stay strong.